Welcome back to another episode of Goddess Entrepreneur. Hello, hello. Welcome back, Goddess, to another episode of Goddess Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Maddie Grace Theory. I guess I'm in the singing mood today. And I'm also just excited about this episode. I always love to sit down and channel what needs to be told, what needs to be shared for the goddess entrepreneurs in my audience, for you, goddess. And it's a really exciting feeling to feel that excitement and to tap into that and to write my notes and my outline and then get to that moment where it feels perfect to record because I'm a manifester in human design and oh man, I I can't force myself to do something if I don't feel inspired. It's just not possible. So even though I really aim to be consistent and put out the episode every Tuesday, it rarely gets recorded on the same day. And sometimes I get really inspired and I record four in the same day, which is how I like to do it. Um, But this week has been just a little bit chaotic in my personal life. And I'm finally sitting down to record, but I just feel so freaking excited about it. (laughs) It's like my special time where I get to go be with my microphone, which as you all can probably tell when there's a microphone in front of my face, something just gets turned on. And I don't know, I know this happens to other people too. I don't know if this happens to you, but when the microphone is in front of my mouth, I am just like, "Mm, this is what I was made for. (laughs) I am made to have a microphone. I am made to have my voice amplified. I am made to have my message be shared. And it's just, it's an exciting feeling and I love it. I love every moment of it. And I also just love my microphone. (laughs) It's so sexy. My beloved set it up for me and it feels like a wonderful, magical gift that he gave to me. I have my mixing board. I can do fun things with my voice if I want to. I can make my voice sound super echoey and beautiful so that when I sing, it sounds magical. Okay, okay, okay. Let me bring it back down. But anyways, it's just so fun and exciting. And I'm so glad that you're here. You're listening to my show. Thank you, goddess, for being here. Thank you. So I'm really excited about this episode today because it's one of those ones that I thought was going to happen later in the year. I don't know why in particular, but I just saw it in the future. And then this week it was like, no, this is happening now. And I'm like, okay, I'm listening. We're doing this now. And so, oh, I just, I'm like, I'm almost not even ready to just give it away, but I'm, I'm going to give it away or I'm going to tell you what this episode is about. So this is an embodiment episode, which as you all know, we have our empowerment episodes, which are, you know, 
pretty 3D sometimes. 3D business tools, online business hacks, things like that, that I like to share with you all. And then our embodiment episodes are where we're getting into the spiritual. We're getting into how do we really position our business as a spiritual devotion? How do we keep service to the collective as the center of what we're doing? And so this embodiment episode today is very special. I want to encourage you to channel a goddess guide for your business. She will be your guide, your anchor point, and your inspiration. But before we get into how to do that, which I am going to give you some ideas for how to channel your goddess guide, I want to talk about how every single goddess or priestess that you read about or study is you. She is you. She is you in a past life, you in this life, you in a future lifetime. Her story is yours. Her timeline is yours. Her experiences are yours. And what I mean when I say that is that when you are reading or studying about a certain goddess, visualize yourself in her shoes. Visualize yourself walking through those portals of initiation. Visualize yourself gaining those perspectives and those skills. Visualize yourself in triumph. Visualize yourself in self-mastery. Visualize yourself in the depths of despair, in the stripping back of everything. She is you. She is not something outside of you. She is not some force on a pedestal that you will never be, that you must just aspire to be. No, she is not that. She is you. I want you to right now, wherever you are in your space, ideally, you know, if you're driving, don't do this, do it later, (laughs) but you can, you can still get somewhat of a visual is envision yourself right now in a circle of women. So you are standing shoulder to shoulder with every single woman who has ever walked on this planet or walked on other planets. Let's, let's go there. (laughs) Let's go there. Shoulder to shoulder, making this infinitely large circle of women. A circle is infinite. You are standing shoulder to shoulder. Isis could be next to you. Sekhmet could be next to you. Mary Magdalene, Mother Mary, Shekinah, Lakshmi, Kali. Think of a goddess, a woman that you admire in this lifetime. She's in that circle. Think of your sisters, your friends. They're in that circle. We're all here together, shoulder to shoulder, side by side. And at any moment, you can channel any one of them. 
channel their strength, their power, their wisdom. They are here to support you. I encourage you when you study or when you are devoted to a certain goddess, when you read her story or when you read their stories, don't read them as if you're reading about someone else. Read them as if you are reading about yourself or a dear sister. You might also see someone in your life in that situation or in that plight. So before I get into, you know, the how-to, which obviously we're going to get into that. And, and you're, you're an oracle, you're a channel, right? You, you already probably know. I'm just going to give you some guidelines. But first I want to tell you what happened when I first channeled a goddess to guide my business. I was so underwhelmed with who came through. I, like, I was almost bummed because <laughs> I was unfamiliar with her and I didn't know why she came to me. And I almost decided to pick someone new, which is so sad to think about now because we cultivated such a magical relationship. Obviously, I stuck with her. And then as I built my business, she brought more and more wisdom every single day. And I have a picture of her on my desk and I gaze over to her often as I'm working, especially if I need inspiration or I need motivation. And she's my lighthouse. And I want you to channel a goddess to support you. She will be your goddess support. That is literally where the name goddess support comes from. It comes from the idea that I and my team embody the energy of the goddess and the support that a true goddess would give to another goddess, which of course would be high level, five stars, providing what you need before you even know you need it. So I want you to channel a goddess to support you. She will be your goddess support. She will help you rise into the highest octave of your being into a successful goddess entrepreneur. She has codes and wisdom for you. Before I get into that, I will share just a little story. And I, I've sometimes been hesitant to really share publicly my goddess, the goddess who guides goddess support. But I think I'm ready to share. And especially because this is such a tight knit group, at least right now in this moment, uh, this podcast, I, I feel safe to tell you all. This is a safe space. So when I first channeled my goddess guide, the name that came through was Hestia. And I was perplexed. I didn't know who that was. And then I looked her up and it's not that I didn't feel any kind of resonance with her. I kind of did, but there was just something that felt like, is this really her? Is this my goddess? And obviously she, she totally is, <laughs> but it's funny because that's her Greek name because I was already familiar with the Roman goddess Vesta. It's back to that theme of we're all the goddess. We all have all the names. It literally doesn't matter. So Vesta is her Roman name. Hestia is her Greek name. And the reason that I was already familiar with Vesta is because in my natal chart, in my astrology, I have the, I believe, asteroid Vesta at 27 degrees 
of Sagittarius, and that is the galactic center, and it is a priestess placement, and there is a temple (laughs) in the center of the galaxy, and that is at 27 degrees Sagittarius, and I knew about that, obviously, and so I shouldn't have been surprised at all when Hestia came through, and I also had a past life regression, I think this was in 2020, and in that past life regression, which I don't need to get into all the details of, but it was a priestess initiation that I remembered as I was walking to the initiation to this very secret temple. Like it was not a, oh, you're at the temple. It was like, good luck finding it, (laughs) which I did, by the way, I found it. But anyways, when I was walking to the temple, it was like four in the morning And the entire village, everyone was asleep except for the bakers. They were already baking bread. And so as I'm, you know, walking in this past life regression, like the last thing I expected was for a smell or scent to come through so strongly. It took me by complete surprise. I remember the woman who was doing my past life regression, she was like, what do you see? I was like, I smell freshly baked bread red and it is delicious (laughs) and Vesta is the goddess of the hearth and freshly baked bread (laughs) I mean it's kind of hilarious it's kind of magical I would say it was probably like a year later that I channeled her as my goddess guide um But anyways, I just, you know, I just love when everything comes together and all the dots connect and everything makes sense. And you're just like, yes, that's it. That's it. So anyways, so that's just a little bit of backstory about Hestia. And that's really how I see goddess support. Like we tend the hearth of our clients' businesses. We make sure that there is constantly freshly baked bread being made, aka, you know, stacks of money which is so funny to me that when it comes to bread, I got the keys to the bakery. That was one of my favorite lines from a rap song that I was obsessed with in high school. Like, I am not kidding you. I think in high school and my aim profile, it literally said in in my profile, when it comes to bread, I got the keys to the bakery. Like, (laughs) Like, oh my God, this is such a thread in my life. It's just hilarious. Okay. So that's enough about me. It's your turn now. And of course, please, when you do this, I want to hear all about it. Send me a DM. Tell me if it feels right. I kept Vesta really close to the chest for a while. It was just so intimate for a while. We really just did some really intimate work together for almost two years. And I, and I really, it's so funny too, because when I decided to channel a goddess for my business it wasn't supposed to be forever but it kind of has turned into forever at least forever for now but it's been almost three years that she's been my goddess so I love her I love you Hestia I'm looking at her picture right now let's see what it says the goddess of sanctuary no matter where I am I am home the most sacred sanctuary is found within me I would say that is very aligned with the energy that I carry. Like I'm a homebody. I don't ever like to leave my house. And when people are with me, they feel very safe. They feel at home. 
So thank you, goddess Hestia. So back to you and channeling a goddess guide to support you, to be your goddess support. Who has codes for you? Who has wisdom for you? Maybe you've already channeled her and you're listening to this episode and you're giggling along with me as I'm talking about my synchronicities because you are remembering all of your synchronicities with your goddess guide or guides. Maybe you've had a few. Like I said, you don't have to stick with the same one forever, but you can. And it's really just a self-guided journey with your relationship with the goddess that you choose to be in connection with. And there are different ways to go about channeling your goddess. Do you need to set up a fancy ceremony or anything like that? No, you don't. You you might have already listened to this episode and somebody already popped into your head and you're like, that's her. And then you're done. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you don't need to overcomplicate this. However, if you are feeling like, oh, I have no idea who this would be, then I want to help you and give you some options. And then I invite you to feel into it and see what stands out to you as the most intriguing way to go about bringing her in. So I have this amazing deck by Megan Watterson called the Divine Feminine Oracle deck. And I've been working with that deck for a really long time. And obviously I'd seen like Hestia in there a few times before I channeled her name and but I know it's so weird because I'd never felt connected to her because I didn't make the connection that she was Vesta which is so silly and then so like I said I've been working with this deck for a couple years quite familiar with all the goddesses in the deck and then the day that I had the idea or inspiration to channel a goddess to support my business I sat down with the deck I did light some candles I cleared the deck with sage that's pretty standard I always will kind of bathe my deck in smoke until it feels done and then I do the same thing with shuffling I don't really I'm not like shuffle three times like I literally will shuffle sometimes three times sometimes 12 times it's like until it feels done and then that day I did spread out the cards and I kind of you know go into a trance when I do it but you'll know what works best for you you know, everyone's different. In fact, I know that day I did spread out the cards, but usually when I pull a card, I don't spread out the cards. I'm a cutter. I like to cut the deck and then like cut, 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 and then pick. And I kind of do it that way, which my husband thinks is totally silly, but he's much witchier than me. So he's probably right. (laughs) He's a card spreader. But anyway, so when I do spread out the cards, I go super slow and I personally do a combination of looking at the cards and touching them with my fingertips. So obviously we're looking at the back of the cards and I usually look at them all and I see if any of them kind of shimmer. So I'm sure you've been in a situation in life where an object is shimmering at you, kind of like in a video game. And that's usually your intuition telling you that you need that object. Like when I was in Costa Rica and I was packing up to go to the mountains and I was at a friend's house and her rain boots were shimmering as I was packing. And I was like, I don't need rain boots. Why are those shimmering? And I didn't listen. And then I got to the mountains and it was dumping rain. Yeah. So anyways, that's what I mean. (laughs) See if any of them glisten. And then I close my eyes and I lightly touch them all with my right hand, my dominant hand. And that's usually what I 
recommend is using your dominant hand, but you may already have a hand that you use for some of these things. Some people will intentionally not use their dominant hand for channeling. So it's whatever works for you. So whatever hands you usually use for those kinds of things, use the same hand. And if you don't have a preference on which hand to use, just use your dominant hand. And then I look and I touch and I see which card comes through. And as I mentioned, I was kind of like, huh? When I pulled Hestia, I almost put her back and reshuffled. Because <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is this? But I trusted, and I'm so glad that I did. And so you can do this with literally any goddess deck. There's so many goddess decks. You can also write the names of goddesses that have stood out to you over the course of your lifetime onto just a piece of paper and close your eyes and meditate and then open it again and just see which name jumps out at you. That's another thing that you can do. That's if you are feeling like you want to work with someone who you're familiar with. The deck is the best way to go if you want to potentially work with someone who you've never worked with before because then, you know, you'll learn new things and you'll gain some new wisdom. You'll gain this new perspective from this goddess guide and then if you have a book on goddesses again you know get into a meditative or intentional state and flip through the book a few times touch your hands on every single page and when you're ready take a deep breath and flip through the book and stop on a page and that's your goddess and if you're a more experienced meditator or astral traveler or akashic records reader you can also just enter a meditative state, ask to receive a name, and then see what comes through. And like I said, there's no commitment to work with a goddess for any set length of time. You will know when her message is complete for you. So I've been working with the same goddess for more than two years. I think we're coming up on three years, actually. And I just intuitively know that we're not done yet. In fact, it kind of feels like we're just getting started and she may be the guide for my business, goddess support for its entire existence because I just can't ever imagine not being the goddess of the home and the hearth and sanctuary and freshly baked bread. To me, it's just so aligned. I'm obsessed with it. I'm excited about it. And, And it doesn't mean that I don't occasionally work with other goddesses too, which I do all the time. I work with Mother Mary also on a daily basis, but that is more for my my personal goddess guide. She's, I mean, yeah, she comes into my business, of course, because I'm a major person in my business and I would like to embody the energy of Mother Mary, not just the mother part of her, but the part of her that quite literally trained her whole entire life to become the vessel for an enlightened soul to come through. And just her devotion to the mysteries. That's really a big part of why I work with Mother Mary. And obviously, you know, my name is Mary, so I'm very connected to her, very intrigued, very in devotion, really. I, I mean, that's all it is. That's, that's all I know how to explain it. So you're just going to have to decide how long that relationship is meant to last. You'll see, you know, you'll just kind of have to let it play out. I do want to invite you to create some kind of ritual around this process of channeling a guide to support your business. Maybe next time there is a new or full moon, 
getting your deck together if you decide to use a deck if you have multiple goddess decks you can mix them together even or maybe that's part of the process is deciding which deck to use and there's just so many different ways for you to go about this to make it unique and make it yours and and at the end of the day there's no wrong way to do it you're gonna do it right because what's gonna come through is what needs to come through and what you need in that moment and what you need in order to cultivate that relationship so I'm just really excited for you to do this (laughs) like I said it's been really really sweet that's really the only word that's coming to mind right now it's just been so sweet to have this relationship and and when I say sweet I mean like when you have just um, goddess time with a girlfriend and maybe you're out in nature together and you're just cuddly and maybe you're like laying in the sun on a blanket and it's just sweet and you're just safe and maybe you don't even have to fill every moment with conversation you're just together like it's just sweet (laughs) that's what's coming to mind that's how my relationship with Vesta has felt it's just felt so sweet but also nourishing and there's been no pressure on oh I need this or I need that and give me give 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 me the codes and the wisdom and da 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 like there's been times where there hasn't been anything coming through and that's fine too it doesn't have to be a constant every single day you're going to your goddess and you're like, what's up? Tell me what to do. It's not like that. It's it's a relationship that you're going to cultivate and it's really just, hello, how are you? Keep her in your space. Have a, a little place of devotion to her on my desk. I have it right in the corner. I have Hestia's card from the Megan Watterson Divine Feminine Oracle deck in like a card holder. And I think it's her little Greek toga that kind of turned me off. I was like, I don't know if I vibe with this. I was thinking somebody like Isis or Sekhmet was going to come through for my business. So I guess I was just underwhelmed or whatever. But Hestia is powerful AF. Like AF. And... I love her and I hope that whoever comes through as your goddess guide for your business, you trust. You just trust in who shows up for you and you cultivate a relationship with her and don't see her as anything separate from you. Obviously, yes, she's a teacher, but her story is yours. Like what I was saying at the beginning of this episode, her story is yours. Truly, that's what I want everyone to know is that you can see yourself in all of these amazing stories. You don't have to look and see it as something outside of you that you are incapable of or that they are better than you. Not at all. You've done this. You have walked in her shoes. We all have that ancestral memory or that celestial cosmic memory of what other women have been through. We can feel it. We are channels. We are oracles. We know. We know. We've been through it too. (sighs) Well, that feels very complete. And I just feel 
so thrilled to pass on this piece of embodiment to you, putting the ball in your court, putting the tool in your hands and seeing what you do with it. I know that it will be a nourishing thing to have in your world, in the world of your business, to know that you've got a goddess who has your back. It's the best feeling in the world. And I want you to have that feeling. I really do. And I think that certain goddesses are really good for goddess entrepreneurs. And I probably will share about a few of them on different podcast episodes for sure. I I mean, I know I will, which is what I thought I was going to do first before I presented this assignment (laughs) of channeling a goddess guide. So take this information, take this assignment, take this inspiration, do what you will with it channel your goddess guide. Please let me know how this episode lands for you. I would love to hear from you in my DMs on Instagram at goddess.support. Let's just have a conversation. I would love to hear if you want to share which goddess came through. You don't even have to share which one came through if you don't want to, but just tell me that you did it. And I would just be so overjoyed to hear from you. And I'm just beaming with love for you and for Everyone who listens to the show, I just love you so much. I feel so blessed to have you in my world. I'm so grateful. I just feel so excited about the work that we're doing on this planet. The world needs us. We are doing amazing work. You are doing amazing work, goddess, and you absolutely will be divinely compensated for your service to the collective. I believe in you. I see you and the goddess supports you. Ah, Blessings to you and yours. And I'll see you next week.